Welcome to In The Dwelling Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Laura. And we are so glad that you are here. You are more than welcome to dwell in the conversations, in this space, and to just be in this moment. This podcast was born out of two sisters in Christ, desiring to share truths, light, love, and open discussions along the way about life, faith, and to see where these conversations takes us to. So sit back and grab a cup of coffee or teoping and let's begin. Hi friends, welcome back to In The Dowling. Hey friends, we are so glad that you are joining us for yet another episode. How has your week been, Laura? It was great, Michelle. I went to Gardens by the Bay in Singapore recently with my friend because I had a free entry ticket. Wow, free entry. Who doesn't like free entry to the Flower Dome? I know I do. (laughs) And yeah, there must be a lot of pretty flowers. And I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, talking about flowers, I was reminded that we celebrated the feast day of St. Therese recently. Yeah, St. Therese. Whoop whoop. I love her. She's our soul sister. Indeed. (laughs) Well, some of us may know her as the little flower. That is why going to Gardens by the Bay really reminded me of her. And she's one of my favourite female saints. And I love her too. Same with you. And same with like a lot of people as well, I'm sure. She's really one of my saint squad sisters. And I feel like there's a few similarities when it comes to Saint Therese and I. Oh, really? Like, what kind of similarities, Michelle? For one, she loves nature and often uses the imagery of nature to explain how the divine presence is everywhere and how everything is connected in God's loving care and arms, I found that not only do I live, breathe, and associate myself with all things nature, as you can tell from my room, and I'm a plant mom of one. Actually, no, I'm a plant mom of two. Um, It is also one of the many ways I found how God speaks to me very tangibly. Oh, wow, yes. You know, my room also has three pots of mini succulent plants. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I was like reminded also that God spoke to Saint Therese through nature. And for the longest time, you know, Saint Therese wondered why God had preferences mm-hmm. in the sense like why are there many different species of flowers and why didn't he give the same degree of grace to everyone? So God actually showed her that every flower he has created has a beauty of his own, just like each and every one of us, we have a beauty of our own. And that the splendor of the rose and the lily's whiteness do not deprive the violet of its scent, nor make less ravishing the daisy's charm. So if every little flower wished to be a rose, you know nature would certainly lose her spring adornments and the fields would no longer be enamored with their varied flowers. Wow, that's really, really so beautifully put and very profound, Laura. And yeah, whatever you just shared really gets to me. You know, it really serves as a great reminder to be content with how we are created to be. And there is beauty in the littleness as well. Yeah, knowing who we are in the eyes of the Lord and knowing who He is. We cannot all be alike. There must be different kinds of holiness to glorify the divine perfection. Indeed. Oh, Michelle, do you remember? We actually read the storybook called The Story of a Soul. It's an autobiography of her. She was a Carmelite nun. <gasps> yes! <laughs> I 
really love that book. It's really easily one of my um, top highlights. Yeah, it's really easy to read and it's really easy to digest and to really understand how Saint Therese was as a human being. Um, the way that she lived and the tribulations that she went through was very relatable um, and really serves as a good reminder especially in times when I'm being challenged myself. Oh wow, that's like so amazing. I didn't know that. Well, I recall a quote where she said, you know, God could not inspire us with desires that were unrealizable. So despite my littleness, I can aspire to holiness. Often we view ourselves as little, right? Just as like Saint Therese. Yeah, and Saint Therese has allowed me to view littleness in a positive light. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's so true. I've always viewed the word littleness as being small, insignificant, and unseen while growing up. And because I desired to be seen and to be valued as something significant and worthy to the world, I kept chasing after things that I thought could give me all of these. Um, and it could really give me a sense of value and, and purpose in my life such as being a perfectionist in my work, in school, in my relationships. Yeah, there was no room for failure in the things that I was committed to. But Saint Therese, um, her perspective on littleness brought a lot of healing to me. I was drawn back to my own littleness and um, that's when I realized that in my littleness, I can actually be seen and known even much more. And just like a field filled with many different kinds of flowers, even if I'm a mimosa plant, you know the leaves that shrivels up when you touch them? And I remember when I was in primary school, I used to step on it a lot. Oops. <laughs> um, I hope I didn't kill them. But I remember they would shrivel up and it was so fascinating to just witness how they close up. I see myself standing beside a sunflower, yet as a mimosa plant, you know, the Lord sees me, He knows me, He still delights and adores me. And that reminds me of who the Father is, who our Heavenly Father is. His love for each and every one of us is so unique and so intimate. Our Father does not need our works, but only our love. And His invitation was to surrender myself wholeheartedly to Him without any reservations to the tenderness of His infinite love. Amen. Thank you, Michelle, for the lovely reminder that, you know, even in our littleness, we are still precious, loved, and seen by our Heavenly Father. We don't have to try to fight or stand up because we are enough in Him. And that reminds me of what they say in Psalms 139 verse 2, You know, when I sit and when I rise, you understand my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down. You are aware of all my ways. Wow, that I also love that psalm. And I think recently that psalm has been one that I've been carrying very closely to my mm -hmm. heart, especially in this season of transition and waiting as well. Um, in my own littleness, I can also do great big things in the eyes of the Father. Since then, it's been a radical journey of letting go of my dependence and defense and to depend more on my Father. There was one incident when I got into a big argument with my mom and I remember texting you about it, Laura. Do you remember? I'm not yes, too sure. Yes, I remember. <laughs> yes, good times. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, getting so angry with her mm. that I said things that I shouldn't have and while I was cooling down and still hurting from that big argument with my mom, 
a soft and gentle nudge just propelled me to apologize to her. And of course, I was still struggling, okay? And I was still battling with my own woundedness. Pride and anger, you name it, I was dealing with it like a human being. <laughs> but later on, as I reflected more deeply and asked for the grace of God to help me in this area, a few days later, by the grace of God, <laughs> I was able to reconcile with my mother, letting go of my pride and anger became slightly easier though I was still battling with the wound. It is okay to feel our anger, our hurts and our woundedness but what is more important is that what we do in, in that moment, do we choose to love or do we choose to react? And I remember after I reconciled and apologized to my mom, I felt this immense peace and stillness. It really felt like something in me was healed or opened up or changed, I don't know. But I really did feel a sense of shift mm -hmm. in my heart, which was really unexplainable. Um, but from then on, I realized that in apologizing and humbling myself before others, I had to ask the Lord and our Blessed Mother for assistance and help because at times I can be so blinded by my own hurt, anger and woundedness. And St. Therese believed and found a way to ease her heart by giving love for love. And similarly, I was being taken on that personal like tour or journey of giving love for love as well. It was a really painful process, but I felt that it was really needed for me to undergo and to learn how to, um, how to lay myself down and to die to myself. Thanks, Michelle, for sharing how, you know, even in times in life where we feel like angry, it depends on also on how we want to react to the negative feelings that we have and how in each of our struggles we can have room to invite the grace of the Lord in. And I really praise the Lord for giving you the humility to apologize to your mom. I was reminded of how Saint Therese was tolerant to some of her sisters in the convent as well. She said, To me it is a very small thing to be judged by you. For it is the Lord that judged me. Well, and yeah, she doesn't care about being right in the eyes of men. She's more focused on loving the Lord, you know, to really live in humility, mm -hmm. to run away to the Lord in quietness when feeling misunderstood. And her little action for the love of God touched me so deeply. St. Therese was a young saint. I think she also reminded me in... Um, in my littleness too, I can also love others. So I think I was going through a tough time of loving those that I felt hurt by earlier this year. But I was reminded of the Bible verse that say, You have heard others say, Love your neighbors and hate your enemies. But I say unto you, Love your enemies and pray for them that persecute you. Jesus said, I must pray for them even when they show no sign of loving me. If you love those that love you, what thanks are you? For sinners also love those that love them. So I think St. Therese really accompanied me in my tough time to love others, even when it was difficult. She taught me to shift my focus away from the faults of others and call to mind at once their good intentions and virtues. I felt I was able to let go of the hurt and still be brave to love as if it wasn't hurting me. You know, I remember St. Therese just proclaiming happily that Jesus was her love, and that love was her vocation. 
you know, as you were sharing, I was reminded of the verse by Matthew 17, verse 20. And he said to them, Because of the littleness of your faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. My one takeaway for the week would be hmm, that the Lord and the world does not need another Saint Therese, but you and I to arise and to take our place in our own littleness to bring forth healing, light and love into the world in our own unique way. Hmm, I guess my takeaway for the week would be our vocation to love as Christians. We must move in the way of love and never allow ourselves to be disquieted by anything. And with that, shall we close in prayer? Yes, let's say the prayer to Saint Therese, our dear soul sister. Alright. We bless ourselves in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Saint Therese, the little flower, Please pick us a rose from the heavenly garden and send it to us with a message of love. Ask God to grant us the favours we implore and tell him that we love him each day more and more. Amen. And we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to write in to us on any feedback, questions, or even topics that you would like us to talk about at our email in the sg at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Have courage, take heart, and God bless. Bye! Bye.